Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're live on Purple Haze Radio. <laughs> Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Yo, 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 welcome to, oh God, you guys have such better voices. Um, Welcome to Soil to the Oil story time, Mm -hmm. where we talk about what a clusterfuck it is in the cannabis industry, because, you know, all the positive shit is like on every other podcast. So uh, we have some special guests today. We have Rico Tarver of Baker. And what else do you, you got other shit going on? Oh, we got all kinds of shit, man. AKA. AKA, they call me Mr. AKA, they call me Rico Baker, Baker Rico. AKA, AKA, your favorite stoner's favorite stoner. And AKA, your favorite influencer's favorite stoner because I will never be an influencer because I do the influencing myself and I have to influence myself by looking in the mirror every fucking morning. Oh my gosh, Wow, Jesus Christ, that was specific, dude. And then we have Chef Matt. I don't know your last name. Have a last name. Word. <laughs> Chef is his first name. Matt is his last name. Shout out to branding. What's yeah, happening? man. Um, like I've had your food. It's fucking bomb. Oh, really? Like, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah. So I'm excited because Matt was saying that he doesn't really get to speak out a lot. Um, I mean, he could, but he doesn't. But he's going to. So I'm super excited about that. Every time, every time we travel, we go through the airports, and we, he always gets his food confiscated because it's so fucking bomb. Oh dang. <laughs> Oh snap! Um, and then we got my co-host as usual, Ryan Barrier. Hey, what's going on, guys? Human Illuminates in the house. I gotta what get up? better at shouting out my Instagram, which now I have three. One is at Cannabis Pod. That's for my podcast. Then one is STTO underscore Story Time. That's for this show. And then there's mine at Soil to the Oil. Anyways, uh, so. Um, this week, this week has been interesting. Oh, I was on the Young Turks two days ago. Oh yeah, that's dope. And um, yeah, like it was cool. I fucked a couple things up and it hurts really bad to do that. Um, like I said that hemp was 0.03% THC instead of 03 And then afterwards I was like, oh my God, no, I did not. And then um, what else did I fuck up? Oh so my God, I the, said the, the, the genus Did the BS, did the BS was, meter go off? Bro, mine did. Like, yeah. no one fucking knows. And then I did the... Yeah, anyways. So, what is cool is, like, 
I was slightly traumatized by my time with Cali Terp Factory on here and all his trolls talking mad <laughs> shit about my voice. Hey, shout, yeah. to, shout out to Cali Terp Factory. Um, Cali Terps Factory. Troll okay. ass motherfucker. Hey. 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 I'm, 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 I'm going to tell y'all, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all straight up, though. I'm going to tell y'all straight up. Like, I do a lot of, uh, I do a lot of fuckboy shit privately and, and, and <laughs> I do follow his private no more. Hey. He's funny. Hey, privately, yeah. I'm, I'm a secret. I, I do have secret. Uh, I do have secret fuckboy tendencies, and one of them is to follow motherfuckers like him and just like watch the drama. Oh, the on, comments on are. Classic. Oh, that's the only reason they do it. That's the only reason the they're on there. The comments are classic. Yeah, no, I didn't take yeah. it personally. It, no, not at all. It was, but, it was, but it was interesting. Kane? Is that his arch enemy? The dude that approached him at the. Come on, bro. Oh, dude, that dude was for real. Like he was just ready to drop some heat. That was. Oh, you selling that booth, man? The fucking booth, bro. Okay, okay, okay. Let me finish my story before I forget <laughs> what it is. Like, okay, so the YouTube comments, which. I got a lot of them were much more like, um, like I love her voice. Yeah. I'd love to hear her moan <laughs> or, um, or like, I wish someone said everything to me in this voice mm. or like some other shit. And I felt really like validated and good so about it. Ass. Yeah. Sound no, boss. what I want to do is like be an anime voiceover person. Cause like I've never watched that shit until like this my troll friend. Um, Why do you want to be anime voiceover? Cause I've got the voice. It wouldn't be any work. You do have a sexy voice, bro. I have a sexy childlike voice though. So, I was saying I would be so good at to catch predators. Hey, no, no, fuck that. Hey, as <laughs> as, 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 a, as a as a as a legacy anime motherfucking fan, it's all about it's subs over dubs. Fuck your American voice. I want some Japanese voices. Word, I don't even like anime, bro. Whatever, give me a cartoon or some shit. I don't want it. I don't want to advise anymore, dude. But you know, like your voice, Kristen. Like, first of all, congratulations on that shit. That's pretty bad. That's pretty fucking. When you guys get a chance, yeah, tyt on YouTube, watch that shit. It's really good. The thing is that we talk about the BS. Is so it's just I mentioned on your LinkedIn comment or a comment on your LinkedIn post about it. I just kind of said, hey. You know, uh, it just goes to show how uneducated right now a lot of these other platforms are and the lack of knowledge in the in that POV was he, very, he fucking uh, asked, very surprising for he sure. He fucking asked if for the cannabis, cannabis business. cultivation was legal. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Is it legal to cultivate in California? And it's like, I was like, illegal? what fucking rock are you up for like, right no, now? Legal. Bro? I'm like, yeah. There's indoor, outdoor, mixed use, which is like a greenhouse with like a, a curtain over it or whatever. Like, where the fuck is he? Been? I was like, um, retail, micro license. <laughs> but you was going down the list, like, okay, yeah. well, there's cultivation, there's retail, there's the, the micro business, distribution, there's extraction, that, and he's just like, probably going die. Yeah, like, People made some comments that. that like he he was like glitching out or something. Like I think he was not surprised. I mean, I told them straight up. I'm like, look, bro, I would I will never pay taxes on cannabis. Like I'm not gonna pay. The, I didn't vote for that. Like I'm not gonna pay the state to continue to like kill our trap, industry. Trap I'm princess, like trap princess over here. No, and then I was like, um, he had something. He, oh, I was like, I'd rather be sober than pay taxes. And he was like, oh, well, that's a bit more than me. Like, I'll stick to my edibles. I was like, oh, no. I'm like, if I had to shop retail like a normal person, I would have failed. Like, I've been uh, in the industry 13 years. I yeah. failed somewhere, so. I mean, that's that's, that's how I feel, too. Um, I got my oh. jabs in there. It was awesome nice. for some political people. Oh, yeah. Fuck. It's fucking dope. And Young Turks is... That's the face of the, the liberal, liberal progressive movement. And shockingly well. uninformed. So that was awesome. Very informed. 
they need to be progressive when it yeah. comes to this because they have right. no clue really the conversation where it can go with the right panel. I gave Sank I mean. some fucking bomb CBD shit and was yeah. like, I sent him some like testimonials I've gotten mm-hmm. on it. Plus my mom and everyone else is like, holy shit. And right. like, yeah, dude, I'm like, just tell him it's not going to get him high, but it'll work. Right. Like, fuck, I'd love to get his money. Right. But anyways, um, uh, so, so, real, so that was real, my story yeah, for the yeah, day. Real quick, because I didn't really say what I'd do. So, uh, oh, yeah, yeah no, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, yeah, Baker Technologies, uh, California market manager. So I oversee, um, for the most part, all sales, marketing, and operations for Baker Technologies, leading CRM and cannabis industry in uh, 29 states, three countries. Um, I oversee everything in California. Um, Tilt Holdings, we just went public as Tilt Holdings. We merged with three other companies. And what we're doing is we are the leading uh, technological and infrastructure company. tour de force in the global industry. So everybody else, all these other companies, all these other conglomerates building to um, become cars on the road, essentially that we're building. We're gonna be the infrastructure. So we don't want to really become like, okay, this brand, that brand, no. We want to Brand be, agnostic. Yes, exactly. Yes. We work with absolutely everybody. Uh, we, have, we take all your money, man. We don't <laughs> give a fuck. We play the long game. We integrate. We play yeah, the long dude. Game. It's we, all the same yes. color. Yeah, we, we, play, we play the long game. We try to work with absolutely everybody um, so all your systems match up. And then. Um, okay, this ad needs yeah. to end right, soon. It's done. And so, <laughs> yeah. no, what I was getting at is because I go into all these shops all the fucking time. Since I've been in the, the legal side of the industry for the last two years, I go into these shops. I haven't paid for shit in a long time. So whenever I go in and actually buy stuff, like now in the legal uh, range of things, fuck that. <laughs> fuck a, like a $75 eighth. I used to sell that shit in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like in Chicago, we would sell that shit because there was no because there was no market. I used there to have Chicago. so Is that where you're from? free weed. You from Chi-Town? I live in Chicago 12 years. Oh, snap. So uh, yeah, we can get into that too. But um, yeah, yeah, we used to sell this shit like for high, the high, those high prices, $90 an eighth. Why? Yeah. Because we wanted to sell fucking dub sacks all day. Oh yeah, man. Stretch out the fucking profit. Yeah, but, retail that yeah, shit. Yeah, it is uh, straight 90 bucks for an eighth. Why? Because there was no market. Where the fuck else are you going to get it? Because mm-hmm. I came out here, we didn't know what a fucking strain was. was. We didn't, yes. like, we were Very talking nice. last, last night on my, on my podcast last night about terpenes. I didn't know what the fuck a terpene was until like three years ago. Dude, like, me either. No, like, nothing. And uh, all I knew, dro. That's that hash. That's that fucking dro. That's that fire. That's that gas. That's what we knew. There was no strain. There was no even when people like talk shit about motherfuckers saying strand. Like I didn't even know what the fuck that was. Look like, in the end, that's, no, that's the that strand. That's a shopping center that, down that's the street. That's that kush. Think, yeah. yeah, you got that kush. Yeah, we got that kush, yo. We Dude, had no idea. It, and I mean, if we even want to get more anal, because I, I'm oh, like, more anal. I'm all about. I know you don't just pause there. I'm all about vocabulary, like strain. That's um. That's biological. That's like, yeah. it's called a cultivar. Like, yeah. horticulturally, botanically, whatever, strain is totally incorrect. Yeah. It's called cultivar. It's like a gala apple versus a red apple versus a green apple. But anyways, getting uh, off how track. How dare I, I, I love, you I, say it wrong? I love, how, I love how I went to college and then I was still getting all this education dropped on me by the motherfucking professor. Yeah, I mean, dude, I learn shit every hey, day. Hey man, I appreciate that. And um, I'm I'll, here for something. I love it. I'd, I'd, love, I'd love for you to come through and just like uh, teach us more about that shit because oh, yeah. I'm still very, very new to the scientific side yeah. of, of the plant and I learn more about it um, and its reaction to my body every single day, every time I smoke weed. Yes. Okay, cool. So enough of that. Let's get into some stories. Let's do it. So, okay, well, like you'll talk forever. Like yeah. I want to hear Matt. Matt. Where should yes. we start, bro? Chef in the start? house. Where should we start? Chef yeah. Um, 
let's talk about this whole trend thing I've been seeing. Trends? Yeah. So USA Today put out a big story that for 2019, cooking with cannabis and CBD is a new trend. Mm-hmm. trend. And I couldn't totally disagree more. Um, I feel like some idiot or asshole who doesn't know anything about the community wrote that story because it's not a trend. It's been around for a long time. It's not a trend. It's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not the kind of chef or brand that wants anybody who's following because it's a trend, because it's the thing to do, if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. A trend means it's here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah. You know, um, some of us have been doing this for years. Like I said before, it's a lifestyle. You just got these idiot writers who don't know anything about it. And it just I'm just tired of hearing the word cannabis and CBD, trend, trend, trend. This is not a trend. This is a fucking lifestyle. Yeah, for You know, sure. for most of us who's been living it, you know, for a long time. Yeah, well, how did you get started? Um... Well, you know, I probably like about 95, 96, I was, you know, making cannabis barbecue sauce, you know, with a stress weed back then, you yeah. know, when, you know, when the shit was compressed and, yeah. you know, through the, through the, swag. yeah, threw it in there, you know, it had the seeds and shit in it. And we didn't even know the, no seeds, no to, we didn't even know to strain the weed out of it. So, you know, when we go camping or something or barbecue, you know, you're chewing your barbecue That's sauce with your weed in it, dude. you know? Yeah. Um, and then I went to go work overseas, you know, for a few years, came back. Um, was supposed to go work in Dubai. One of my buddies hit me up and was like, hey, Matt, you ever thought about cooking with cannabis? And he was like, I remember you did it years ago. And I said, yeah, let me think about it. So a few weeks later, he brought me like, I think like five pounds of, of bud and trim, you know, some of the shit that was at the bottom that didn't get the proper light. Yeah. And um, I just started cooking for family and friends. And what happened was I started getting overbooked. I couldn't be in every place at one time. So a light bulb went off like, hey, why don't you sell your butter? Why don't you sell your oils? And um, it kind of just turned into a business. So I hit the chef, the chef sheen, you know, a couple years ago and made a name for myself doing that. And I was selling infused barbecue, anything you could think of at the time, peach cobblers, you know, just trying to do different shit that, you know, while everybody else was doing edibles, yeah. I was focused on the savory side. Like yeah. I, I didn't want to just do brownies and rice like, krispies. People shouldn't foods. have to get diabetes. Right, exactly. Yeah. And that's yeah. hence why I created, you know, the, the brand Ganji's because I feel like when you think of edible, you shouldn't have to think of something sweet. You know, you should be able to eat a steak. Yeah. Do you think and, like uh, chefing with cannabis is almost like the original extractor? Like you have to extract uh, the cannabis, don't you, to use that. it to cook? Yes, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Well, you so, know, vanilla beans are BHO extraction to get um, to get vanilla extract. Yeah, yeah. I like, do. I mean, BHO is like... No, it's used in the food industry. What, what so. is your what is, what is your favorite method of extraction, Matt, to, to to work with in the culinary arts? Mine is actually you know the flour. I'm not a big fan of a uh, distillative. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, feel man, like I don't feel like your spectrum. body. Yeah, I don't yep. feel like your body is made to um, absorb distillate. Um, I think that's why people have these horrible edible stories. Um, these guys are using 95, 99 THC, and I fucking agree. You're ingested it, and that's why it's fucking knocking people <laughs> yeah, out. Like, it's, it's like, like somebody punches you in the chest. It's like uh, somebody. You know, I've been that overdosed. Right. I've been overdosed by diamonds yeah, like twice no, now. No, I'm like traumatized. Every everybody I know it's has a natural. horrible. Everybody I know has a horrible edible story, and I have to reassure people that I will not get you that fucking high because I'm from the medical side of it, and I want you to be able to consume cannabis and maintain your day. Like 
one of my most popular items was a coffee creamer that you can take in the morning yeah, and you genius. will still be able to maintain your day, you know, because I feel like people need, some people need cannabis to get through the day, yeah. anxiety, stress or whatever, yeah. and it shit shouldn't leave you slumped in a chair, if you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. But when you started cooking with actual, the leaf and the plant, you're talking right. about the duff from the bottom of the plant people are giving the you larf. or they're giving their trim, the larf. Right. Um, so many words. You actually have to heat that up, you know, with oils, butter, you know, right. uh, coconut oil, things like that. Right. And then you use that product in your, I'm, again, I'm not, no, I'm just saying like, is that how you started? Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly how I started. And that's kind of still the way I do it today. Um, scaling wise, <clears throat> I think it's going to get to the point where I'm going to have to use dissolate. But, what about like keef or like rosin or well, something? Well, we use keef like in our dry rubs and, and yeah. you know, in some of our seasonings. But, um, but rosin and stuff it. like that, I don't feel like it should, me personally, I don't feel like it should be ingested because Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As your body, once that shit gets into your stomach and your body starts breaking it down, it's just like somebody opening up the floodgate. You can't control how your that's body That's why I don't like consume. edibles. Right, and that's why most people don't, but... I've got a scientific method to where we can change people's minds about it. Like I tell yeah. people, if you wanna, if you just wanna get stoned out of your mind, I'm not the company for you. Yeah. But if you wanna be able to medicate and get through your day, microdose, microdosing, you know, we're, we're the company for you. If you know yeah. what I mean. Everyone says that's the trend, microdosing. Right. Yeah, but but it's like, um, no, it's just yeah. called being a functional cannabis yeah. right. user. So, well, yeah. when I first, yeah, when I first met Matt, I really wanted to work with him and. I didn't know how I could work with him, right? So you shitted on me. Nah, the first nah, nah. Time. We had our brand, we had our brand <laughs> flower. For the record, you tell. You shitted on me. You tell. No, we shitted on me. Is your story better than that? Keep it real, Rico. Yeah, it's like we, fuck this dude. Yeah. No, no, no. All right, so we 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 we, we saw each other, but at a bunch of events, so I was like, yo, this brother seems kind of cool. But our brand platforms just started popping off, and we could only work with brands that were in at least. 100 dispensaries <coughs> Bullshit <coughs> Bullshit <laughs> <laughs> So I was like Yo I really like you But I, I can't fucking sign you On our brand platform How can we rock together He's like Well I do like Private events Whatever And I tried some of his product It was pretty fucking good He had a, a barbecue sauce THC infused barbecue sauce Was that the, was that the first thing You gave me The barbecue I don't, sauce I don't even remember you know, it, was, it was really fucking good And I was like Yo um, I can't put you On the platform right now But I'd love for you To come cook for me And my homeboys uh, so I have like a network of uh, you know educated brothers, uh, uh, black uh, black dudes that I got a group of them, and I was like uh, invited them, a couple of them over and their significant others, and Matt cooked for us. It was fucking ridiculous. So ever since then, I was like, yo, we have to monetize this. Shout out to those dudes that were with us, but they just fell off. They didn't really ride with us, and we've been going ever since. We do private parties, uh, um, private events for celebrities, pro athletes that are interested in the industry. We don't really advertise anything we do. We do direct marketing, and um, that's where the money's yeah, at. It's been popping. For was it over over a year now? Well, you, you bring up something that's, yeah. and you know, we we all kind of talk about is we have these skills, mm -hmm. we have these abilities. You, you started a foundation, a platform, you have it. Mm -hmm. So as you're out there, you know, you, let's say someone, you know, there's 
someone wants to, you know, pay you for your services. Yeah. You know, what are you doing? Are you setting that up or you're actually just straight out like, it's going to cost this if you want us here? Well, it, de- it, de- it depends personally because it ha- well, I have to find out what your overall goal is. Mm-hmm. Because you, I get people that call and say, hey, man, you know, we just want to get fucked up. And I have to say, well, I'm not the guy. You can call one of these other chefs that just want to get you fucked up. Like, I know when I tell somebody how many milligrams they're ingesting, they're really ingesting that. You know, a lot of these other guys are making this shit at home. They're but as, not, as an entrepreneur, right? You know your your services are valuable. Yeah, but right? all but all money isn't good money. What I'm telling you is so is that Preach we that get shit, we get bro. we turn down as many offers yeah. as we take. We're like, just yeah. yeah, somebody can call and say, "Man, I got a five thousand dollar budget." That doesn't mean we're going to take the job because it's like it's the brand, and we have to make sure that what your goal is is the same as as ours. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah, at some yeah, point, yeah, then yeah. You, I'm just pimping out my services. Exactly. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So That's where like, I'm yeah. at. Yeah, we, yeah, we took we took on a lot of shit last year. We just. Yeah cannot do it this year not only because quality it's not, over yeah, quantity right 100 we yeah. took a step back at the end of last year reassessed what we were doing so everything we go forward there's a purpose to it and we have set levels like if you want to have a product launch and it's exclusive fuck that you pay us up front if you have a brand Shit, whatever always yeah, get paid up yeah. front. You, you pay us up front this is what we need to, to for our services and this is what we need to make for it to make sense with us uh, and, the then, and then this Period. is what you're going to get in return yes. so it's not like yeah. you know we do branding and you know we give you valuable feedback of what people right. felt about your event so it's not like we're just throwing you a party mm-hmm. it's just a you're party you're an event right. Yes. Right. company yeah. it's, it's, it's an, it's an ex- with a cuisine event yes. right. well it's yeah. also a brand yes He's yeah. like yeah. he's right. got his brand right. that he's representing that has to maintain. Well, a lot that of and a lot of and a lot of things we do that's different from a lot of companies is like if you're a cannabis company, I could use your cannabis to infuse the food. So people, people are smoking your cannabis at mm-hmm. the event. They're also eating it. Yeah, right. yeah. You get what I'm saying? So we try to Pairing. do. Yeah, then you know we do the uh, you know the cannabis, which is the cannabis infused drinks. We do the CBD drinks. So it's like we try to make everything make sense. And I think a lot of people are just having parties. And people no are end. leaving. Yeah, no end. People are just leaving like, oh, this well, was like, a dope this party. This is California. Like, diamonds are s- some big shit for people. Yeah. I'm like, what about the kids' minds? Yeah. Really? Right. No, I mean, no. I'm 34. Right. I can't handle my diamonds. So, like, yeah. so yeah. it's not surprising that people are, like, looking to get fucked up. Right. So, 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 so two things here. Like, the, 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 the sesh culture has been really. The is, sesh culture. Yeah, the, the sesh culture mm. is, is always going to be part of California, but that's not what we are. Right. Yeah. So what me and Matt do uh, through uh, uh, CB Daily Eats, through uh, Chef Matt Cooks and also through the Suave Life, my company, is we create dope experiences that just happen to be sponsored by cannabis companies. Yeah. It just so happens that it is. Um, They're uh, infused yes. with cannabis. Exactly. Yeah. And so uh, case in point, one of our parties, la- one of our parties last year, we had a couple of big name celebrities. I won't say that. big name celebrities came in. They're like looked around like. Is this a weed party? <laughs> like, welcome like, to 2019. We're like, we're like, yeah, but, it actually but, is. But, you know, like our events, they're, they're not like room full of like smoke. They're not smoking. No. You know, they're really classy. They're upscale. Um, you never know who you're going to see. Right. You know, the food and, you know, and bartender. It's it's a real art shit. Yeah, our right. shit is like real classy. You know, people think that, oh, I'm going to walk in. It's going to be a cloud of smoke. No, we do really high-end, tasteful events you know and they're educational mm-hmm. and we want you to learn you know we want you to learn about what you're there for if you know what i mean for sure are you are you buying your own like the latest thing that i've been like kind of into reading more about is creating a uh, cannabis leaf salads 
you know, something like that. Is that shit is nasty, dude. No, I'm just saying, yeah. is that the type of shit that no. you're nah. getting asked no. to do? Or Chef Matt that? doesn't do anything anybody else is doing. If I, I love people, it when he, I love it when he talks in the third person. Me too. Yeah, like, no, me I just, I'm just That's not. Chef I'm just, Matt, right? Oh, I, love, I can't wait to meet that guy. I know. No, I'm just not into doing. You know, I'm just not into doing. Chef Matt has spoken. You know, other people are doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, um, I, I I just try to be, you know, totally original and, and, and totally different, if you know what I mean. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, so the point, cool. I am the way I am about who I work with, and, uh, and I'd rather work with good people and make right. less than right. work with fucking assholes. Exactly. I've done it forever. I'm, I'm the same way. But I got to this point because I worked with a ton of fucking assholes yeah. and been learn. through a lot of shit, right? So talk about that. Like what? I mean, you got to this point because you've had some experiences that you have learned from. Like, talk, fuck talk, it. Talk, I, I about, mean, talk about some of the assholes of 2018, Matt. I mean, like, you don't even <laughs> have to be 2018. It's just Definitely like, a story. Right. what I'm are your on. most fucked up situations we that you're like, this is crazy. I mean, the, that's what I want here, bro. I mean, the fucked up situations is, you know, when somebody calls you and they don't really know what it is that they want mm-hmm. and they're kind of just all over the place and you deliver for them, but it's like they don't want it. They just don't understand. It's like if they had to just let you do what you wanted to do, they would have got, you know, okay, like right now, prime example. If you call to hire me for an event, I might allow you to tell me what kind of cuisine you want, but you're not going to be able to tell me, okay, I want Italian food. I want this, 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 and that. No, it doesn't work like that because what you're asking for might not make sense for the party, might not make sense to serve the way you want. It might not hold up well. So it's like you can tell me you want Italian food and I'll create you a menu, but I don't allow people to micromanage me and what I'm going to do. If you hire me, trust and know that, I'm going to deliver the food and I'm going to pick the foods that makes the most sense for your event. Like, I'm not the guy you can call and say, I want this, this and that. I'm like, well, if you fucking know that already, do it yourself or get somebody else to do it. Yeah. If you hire me, you're hiring me and you're going to let me do what it is that I want to do to a certain extent, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. You, you, you don't tell That's a culinary you- artist. Right. An, a fucking artist. How right. to put how to put his motherfucking work on the canvas. Right. Well, exactly. you can't hire you can't hire somebody to do a, a music show and you tell them what songs you want. No, yeah. you have to let the motherfucker do what what it is that they want to do. If you know what I mean. So yeah. I like a little bit of you know artistic freedom. If you know what I mean. Yeah. And, well, and that's it, the point. Right. And I that demand is it. Chef Matt. Yeah, and I demand it. So it's yeah, like, that's you know, why like, they hire you. Yeah. When yeah. people call me with this, is uh, fuck you. That's why oh. you've got to like. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out before you. You gotta off. get like. That's why you get paid up front and right. you work all this shit out. It's like, dude, right. no. These right. are the things you need to. Right. How long you been? Oh, how long you been cooking, Matt? Oh man, I've been cooking. What? I'm 42. I probably since I was like 15. I mean, I opened up my first restaurant when I was like 19. Oh, so, where? So, so, so you it was know? in Oklahoma. Oh no shit! You so, had yeah. a restaurant? Yeah, I opened up my first restaurant when I was uh. Yeah, nineteen. Wow, yeah. that's fucking I, hard. I took yeah. my, I took my refund money. If anybody knows about college, when you get your refund money, you no, know what I'm saying I your college refund. When you turn your books back yeah. in, dude, I don't think they in. have college yeah. refunds. Well, yeah, well, what's hey, it called? We, hey, we used to go because we were poor. Yeah, I, I was, I was an yeah. athlete, and we were poor as fuck. And we went to a rich ass school at Northwestern, and all these fucking kids would leave their books outside. They wouldn't even take them to the student union. So we we rented a fucking van and scooped all them shits, made like a couple of G's off these dumbass. So oh, great idea, like, yeah. Hell we, yeah. It just oh, took them all to the idea. fucking bookstore, bought like sold all those fucking books back. Yeah, absolutely. I am wow. So bad Stupid at motherfucker. Money. <laughs> and, spent, and, and spent it all on booze and weed. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell oh yeah, yeah. Why not? I mean, that's, that's how sick. you do college. Yes, sir. Oh wait, it's like oh, that wow. uh, Method Man, Red Man. How high? How high, exactly. And they're like, dude, 
you get high, you study high, you take the test high, you get high scores. Right. It's like, exactly. Right. I tried going to college sober and I'm like, I can't do this. Oh, and then right. it's like, yeah, dude, because being sober is like being high and like being high is like being sober. After a while, it's, it's like, just not it's like natural to be mind. sober. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, yeah. you know? Oh. Well, with, with with me, it's, it's because of football, right? I started smoking weed when I was 12 years old, and I smoked on and off in um, What was in your high first school. time like? I was with a bunch of D-boys, and we smoked weed. I live in the country, and um, you drink moonshine, you smoke weed. What country? Virginia. Whoa. Yeah. You were in Shout out to Savannah shit, County. man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, it's gorgeous well, out there. Well, it's, it's a, lot of, a lot of folks, we didn't drink that yeah. much out there because you got to drive everywhere. So we smoked a lot and we smoke and ride. So Do when they I, have good weed out there? Nah, it was trash. No. Yeah, it's, it's real bad. Um, and then when I went to college, I got recruited, played football at Northwestern University. Shout out to, shout out to Wildcats right there. Um, but here's the fucked up part. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. Um, the fucked up part of the situation is, as a scholarship athlete, we knew exactly when we were going to get tested. So we, you know, we worked the system a little bit. Oh, yeah. um, Pop some uh, niacin, yeah. drink some water. Not even that. I got oh. the one time. That shit'll burn yeah. you. Have the, the homie one time pee in a bag, right? No, yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> the one time they, um, so shout out to my homeboy Luis because he got popped in the NFL draft for like steroids, oh, <laughs> and then they, that was the first time they ever, ever in my five years of school that they ever randomly tested the scholarship athletes. Mm. And I had, um, uh, I was running the Gatorade program at the time. I had my second in command, my um, assistant manager. I had him piss in a Gatorade bottle for me and I acted like I didn't have enough piss to fill up the whole thing. Good for you. And then I just like poured it in there slowly and I was sweating bullets. Yeah, why the fuck would I you not prepare that for morning. that? Like, yeah, be just in case. That morning. But, yeah, but, but weed saved my life though, for real. And um, uh, going from Virginia is segregated. So the black folks hang with the black folks, the white folks hang with the white folks. We didn't really see it as um, racism. We just, that was just the way of life. Yeah. It wasn't until I started smoking weed with people in college in Chicago when I had my first Asian friend, I had my first Mexican friend, I had my first gay friends, right? It's all through smoking weed. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. It's a friend it, with it, weed is a friend in See, it's, it's funny to hear that because growing up in California, it's like yeah. we're, we're, I mean, one neighbor on one side is white, yeah. one neighbor on this side is Hispanic, the yeah. neighbor across the street yep. is Asian. So it's like yeah. growing up in California, like in Long Beach, it's like we it's like were- being in the world. Yeah, it's like being right. in the world. It's like we were around, like some of my best friends today are, are other nationalities, if you mm-hmm. know what I mean. So it's yeah. just funny hearing your story sometime, how it was so segregated, if you know right. what I mean. It was mm-hmm. crazy. And, 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 like and, the and, old days. Yeah. Right. And right. the crazier part about that is I thought Chicago was dope. I thought it was a fucking utopia until I moved out here. And I was like, fuck Chicago. Chicago's fucking racist right. as hell. Yeah. Winston, mm-hmm. you know what's up uh, you know, Chicago was racist as fuck like we, I did not know that I thought it was like all like dope and everything but um, yeah I started smoking weed and then after college um, I ruptured my Achilles when I was training for the NFL uh, and I got depressed so rewind a little bit from that um, I had a sore throat my senior year of college I was trying to go to the NFL went to the team doctor she gave me an unlimited refill of Vicodin always and this is when yeah. I found out that two Vicodin exactly this is when I found out two Vicodin and two beers a good party night right yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that Achilles feel real good yes got the 750 yeah. right, right? two shots in a set of twins right. yes, yes sir so yeah when I ruptured my Achilles uh, uh, Vicodin wasn't working anymore so up that to Norco and then I couldn't mm. sleep, Ambien, and I was depressed because all my homeboys were playing, and I wasn't. I was broke, cold in Chicago. I got fat as hell, and I started to get on Zoloft too. 
Fucking so, Jesus. And this is before. So common. Yeah. And this, this is before fucking uh, Obamacare. No pre-existing uh, conditions or anything. So I was mm-hmm. uninsurable. Yep. And I couldn't get a job. I went to a top 10 university. Could not get a job. So I started selling weed behind Wrigley Field at Goose Island. Shout out to Goose Island. We used to, we used to sell weed in the, <laughs> in the alley. Across from there, we used to sell fucking dub sacks all day long. And so that was my first foray into the industry. Um, I was a former athlete, couldn't get a job. Wait, this was in Chicago? In Chicago. Okay. Chicago, yep. yeah. Yeah, couldn't get a like job. Like what part of Chicago? Uh, that's on the north side. Okay. On Addison, so. Um, Is the north side the scary part? Chicago, anything outside of, so Chicago's my hand. If Chicago's my hand, yeah. Um, this is the safe part. Yeah. Just that right there. You're this, like, this okay, is Lake, uh, yeah, pointing at a very this, small this, portion. Yeah, this, of yeah, this, is, this is Lake Michigan. <laughs> when you hear about, like, a lot of people outside of Chicago, they go to Chicago and they think that, oh, yeah, it's like Wrigleyville. No, Wrigleyville is not fucking Chicago. You have Wrigleyville and um, pretty much everything from Howard Street, like a, like a little south of Rogers Park, down to, I'd say, downtown. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, the Loop, the financial district, that's where the white people go. Everything else is fucked up. Yeah. And I didn't real I didn't realize that shit till later on in my college career when we started going and teaching like uh, talking to kids and doing like uh, in- inspirational stuff like how fucked up Chicago was. So all this nice stuff that you see in Chicago, no, that's downtown. The, no, I don't uh, ever the, see the, nice the, stuff. The Gold no, Coast. No, no. Well, I just went to a, a convention out in Chicago and I stayed at uh, Airbnb and yeah. it was uh, near the convention center, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know what the fuck I was picking because a lot of times at Airbnb you don't. Right. And uh, I ended up saying, had a bad experience. No, I didn't have a bad experience. Right. I ended up staying in like one of the like neighborhoods. Right. It was a predominantly uh, Hispanic uh, neighborhood. And yeah, man, man, I was walking through there. I was the only white boy walking through their streets. And, mm-hmm. and but I felt like I was. I really liked it. Like I liked that type of that, that, uh, Chicago that a lot of what you're talking about, people don't really know about. They just know about Chicago. that big city. Yeah, that I big lo- city. Yeah, I love it. I, I had a great time. I, I love, love the city. If it wasn't for the the cold weather and my back is fucked up from football, I couldn't. I just really couldn't walk. Anytime it's 20 degrees or lower, I couldn't walk anymore. Yeah. So I ended up moving out here eight years ago. But you know, shout out Chicago. Like Chicago is like the greatest city. Period. If it doesn't matter what your uh, your budget is, doesn't matter what your interests are. If you like to drink, if you like to smoke, if you like to, if you like art, if you like music, if you like dancing, like does you not like matter. Culture. If you like culture, like Chicago's awesome. It's just fucking terrible weather. Yeah, dude, um, the weather seems very bad yeah. anywhere on the lake. Yes, yeah, pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty much. So I retired yeah. from winter about uh, almost eight years ago, and I'm, I'm happy to be out here. <laughs> yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, man, but, yeah, I put winter behind me. Yes. Was but, uh, Virginia fucked up? Uh, in a different way. Was, I, I mean, like, was there like how in was there a lot of cr- like gun crime in Virginia versus like in Chicago or something? No, I mean yes and no. We know how to shoot in Virginia. Yeah, we have we had a running joke with my homeboys in Chicago. They're like, yeah, y'all got bullet wounds because y'all don't know how to shoot. Damn, so I just got that. <laughs> like, fuck, man. Yeah. You motherfuckers, you just respect each other in the South and you don't get shot. You don't go places you don't know people. Yeah. And if you do go places you don't know people, expect to hear some gunshots and expect 
to lose something. <laughs> like it's like gang shit, though, yeah. right? Is it gang shit? There, there, there is gang. Because I've never heard of anything about not, not where, not where so I, I grew up. There's a lot of gang shit, like say in Richmond and uh, 757. So like it's the Tri Cities, um, Hampton, Newport News, and uh, Virginia Beach. There's a lot of gang shit down there. A lot of gang shit up north. I'm from the country though. Yeah, the and, country. Um, that's what I mean. Was it like? That's what I'm saying. Is it different? Because you're in the country. It's not yeah. a city. It's not all yeah. fucked up with crime and shit. That's what I said. It's fucked up in a different way. Okay, yeah. All right, so... Doing like, drive-bys on horses. Slingshots. There's a lot There's a lot of racism there. There's yeah. a lot of colorism well, as well. Well, because there's segregation. Well, well not, not just that. Um, and this is a deeper story I can talk about. A pre-ICO owner tried to get me to fucking invest in this racist-ass Virginia um, uh, a politician. I won't say no fucking names. You know who you are because uh, he didn't know who the fuck I was and where I was from. So the KKK rally where that girl died, Heather yeah. Heyer, last yeah. year. yeah. It was organized by a kid I went to high school with. She's the one who got hit by a car, yeah. right? The yeah. kid I went to high school with, Jason Kessler. He's one He's one year younger than me. I know who the fuck he is. and, and He's the killer, right? Right. And then this organization that I helped uh, start, um, uh, the leader of that organization tried to get me in touch with this one guy and he was trying to get some political donations from Baker. And he said this one name. I said, oh yeah, he's from Virginia. Um, oh, he's, he's, he's pro-cannabis, blah, 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 blah. You need to invest in him. Uh, check him out. He was from the county over from me. Already a red flag. He's a Republican. He's, a, he's white, and he's from a neighboring county yeah. for me where I know that it's racist as fuck. Yeah. I look this dude up. The first thing I do uh, is I see on a, um, uh, a Google image search, racist dude I went to fucking high school with standing next to this motherfucker that you're trying to get me to fucking support. Yeah. This is tone deaf bullshit that motherfuckers are trying to push forward. Like, I don't fucking know that. Yeah. And I started a fucking nonprofit, you know, to help black and brown people bridge the gap, uh, the economic and the uh, educational gap in this industry. Yeah. And you're trying to get me to support a white supremacist on the other side of the country. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck well, this that. is, uh, we talking about Virginia? Yeah. yeah. Virginia. Yeah, where, Virginia. Are they, where, are they, where does Virginia stand right now on cannabis? Um, they they're, hemp, right? they're, they're they're going to legalize it, but it's really fucked up how they're legalizing it too. It's this it's the good old boys bullshit again. Dude, yes. I think they have like five or six licenses they just released for Virginia, but they're going to these rich white slave Fucking, owner legacy motherfuckers. Yeah, like, baby boomer, wealthy right. white male. Right. I yeah, exploiting cannabis yeah. like they exploit every other fucking thing they right. touch. Yes. Right. And, and where I'm right. from, and you ask like how fucked up it is where I'm from. All right, so where I'm from, you pretty much have three choices, period. I got out because of football, at a full scholarship. Nobody leaves, for the most part, where we're from. You have three choices as a black male. It's like you slang dope, you try to work your way up from one of those uh, minimum wage jobs, um, like bagging groceries at E.W. Thomas, shout out to E.W. Thomas. Uh, one of those jobs, you try moving to Charlottesville, or you go to war, you go to military. That's it. I got out, was the first one to go out in a full scholarship. That's it. If you're white, you have that slave money, and people... Like, Look at me funny when I say that. No. Legacy slave owners, they were amnestied. Like, with the Reconstruction stopped. That's a lot of motherfuckers don't realize. Uh, when Lincoln was killed, Reconstruction was stopped and there was given amnesty. That's why you have all this Confederate bullshit still going on right now. People don't know the past and how fucked up it is still because of that. So, the year 2000, my senior year of high school, they tried to make King Lee Jackson Day, like, like forever... Uh, excuse me, uh, Martin Luther King Day, King Lee Jackson Day, Stonewall Jackson and Robert E. Lee. They try to make that oh, forever wow, that. a permanent law. Oh, jeez. You know what's crazy? It's yeah, like, that's a trip. These, yeah. these dudes are like, <sighs> make America great again. They're traitors. But they're Confederate, Fuck which that. is literally the most anti-American shit. Like, they literally 
try to secede from America. Right. And then they're like, right. America. It's like, are you yep. fucking retarded? Like, yeah, yeah. you know that Vanna boy? Like, it's insane, dude. Um, so yeah. we, 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 we might as well, we're talking about racism. Is there racism in the cannabis business? Um, um, hello, have you experienced obviously. obviously, I'm yeah. a white boy, so I don't get experience a lot of the shit that you yes. guys do, but I mean. Yes. Um, yes. Um, uh, from day one to today, now, um, Matt especially. Um, we do events with uh, me and Chef Matt. We'll do events. We'll do parties and stuff like that. And he'll often be overlooked for what? He has a superior product, superior process, superior everything. But people aren't booking him because what? I'll give you a prime example. Why we, why we even start doing our own thing, Matt? Right. So say like if there's a, a event and there's 15 to 20 vendors. By far, I know that I'll have the best product, the best table everything and I'll often watch people walk in and look at the products and they'll look at the product and be like oh shit wow and then they'll look up and then they'll look away so what I did in return was now I just hire other people to be at my booth for me and I totally different in sales just by removing myself you know um, so you gotta remove yourself yeah, from the face the so place. that you would get the attention that you're talking about these that's what you're saying yeah the recent event or is this happening quite a bit it happened quite a bit now that you know I've grown my brand now and now people are used to seeing I'm me like, now I'm like you are but, your brand but, but, but this is but I just had to I just like did this like in the last year you know yeah, what I'm saying but that before, shit is important but yeah. before it was just people will walk in and say like oh shit this is are we talking state shit. here in California yeah California yeah. and they would say oh shit oh my god what is this cannabis olive oil and they'll look up and say oh I'll be back and I just got to the point. I'm like, okay, Shit, well, yeah. I'll just, I'll just outsmart them. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, I'll just mm-hmm. hire somebody non-black to be at the booth. Sure, fuck sure. it. <laughs> so it's a stereotype. It's a stereotype where I mean, it comes down to you know, believe it or not, people. Every race has spending habits, if you know what I mean. And whether you know it or not, it's like whites spend with whites, Latinos spend with Latinos, <laughs> Asians spend with Asians, and my my particular race is the only race of people that spend their money frivolously. It's like they won't yeah. stop to say, hey, uh, I should try to spend my money in my own community first, unfortunately. And so it, it's just nepotism. So people do an unknown, like you trust who you trust, if you get yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and unfortunately, we've been taught not to trust each other, but it's like if if I take my products and put them at a table, and if I did, if I did a study and put different pro- my products in front of different people with different people behind it, You'll notice that they sell more with other races, if you know what I mean. But but you don't you don't sit around. That's an interesting yeah, interesting but, statistic to do actually. But, but let me ask you this: But you don't sit around and cry about what it. What if you, you put a product out there like you cooked? Um, let's say you just did a whole meal, uh, a chicken meal, regular meal, non cannabis. Right. Okay. And here you are, a black man, a well, black chef. But then you get cannabis. That's but, what I'm just but, curious. But Ryan, why has it got to be chicken, though? But there. <laughs> oh my bad. What <laughs> 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 the fuck, man? I love chicken. <laughs> but, but you hear what I'm saying? Or no, I know. What you know what I'm saying? But if it's food, I have an answer for you. Yeah. So they're okay with me being the help and providing a service. It's okay to be a chef, and the the food is okay. Right. But when you're trying to push a product. It's like, is this person even qualified to do the product? What do they know about it? And it's like, if they don't think you're intelligent enough to do it, then they don't trust your product. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? I mean, I'm 
also thinking you know whenever what? you go as to much the as I can say, yeah, I, I get it. I can it's never always get fucking you. I'm, 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 I know, it, I know, and this is deep yeah. shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, for sure. Nobody's, Absolutely. That's what we're here to talk go, about. I'm not nobody's, even going to generally, nobody sells their own product. I mean, you go to events, it's almost mm-hmm. always women at yeah. the booths. Right. It's like, I mean, I'm not saying it isn't racist. I mean, I can't sell shit because, I mean, I, I my voice and being a woman, I would love to have a man just I don't, do everything yeah. for me. I don't even. So yeah, like male spokesmodels and sexists. I don't even call it racist. Hammocks. I just, I just <laughs> call it a banana is. hammock selling your I just shit. Just call it is what it is. They people have, you know. But once you understand economics and people's spending habits, you get it. You get what I'm saying? Yes, your demographic. Yeah, just you know it is what it is. So yeah. Well, me being on. Battery. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, me being on the, I hate even saying this shit, on the corporate side. Yeah, you <laughs> like, are corporate. I, I love, hey, hey, no, it's not. It's, hey, you don't even say, hey, be proud hey. to say that shit because you know what? I mean, that's the thing that I talk, I do like talking about it where, well, you know what? Well, I, I'm let in let the cannabis finish. business. Yeah, yeah. So what? I'm a professional. And so what that I, I did that? Let, you know? let, me, let, 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 let me finish. No, I, here's why I tiptoe into that because I'm a black male. That's why. That's the difference. What? Explain. Being a cla- being a black male in corporate America is totally different than being a white male, being a brown male, being a black male in, in a corporate environment is totally different. You get treated differently. Uh, you never know if conversations are real. You never know if you're being promoted got for it, your got mer- got on got merit mm-hmm. or if it's oh like internal affirmative action. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. You second question. You second guess pretty much everything you fucking do. I was in corporate finance for 10 fucking years and it took me about six years to find out that I was a, I was a fucking mascot, right? So like six or seven years in, I keep on going up. I had every single, um, I went to a top 10 university, you know, after uh, selling weed and all that shit, I, I finally did sell out and, and got a, a, a corporate finance job. I ended up being in a corner office as a, a branch manager at a, at a very, very popular f- uh, firm. And every fucking day, Clients would come in disrespecting me because they didn't fucking think that I got in there on my own merit. They didn't realize I had a three point a three point one GPA at Northwestern University. They didn't realize I had my um, Series Seven, Series Six, Series Sixty Three, Sixty Five, Nine, Ten. I had all these fucking corporate licenses that nobody fucking had. I was a fucking unicorn, whether I was black or not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But still, motherfuckers would come in there. They wouldn't want to work with me. They wouldn't let me uh, want to let me manage their money. If I was black, because I was black. And then when I was a branch manager, they just wouldn't even want to talk to me. They'd ask to talk to another manager if they had problems because I was a black man. And so that's why I tiptoe around the fucking corporate yeah. word. No, it's true. I it, see it every because, day. I see because it every day. Now, and, and that's true. That's it's real. Like, our, our company just went, just went public. Every day. And, and, and like shout out to Tilt because we, we did we, we did start an inclusion, our diversity and inclusion uh, um, uh, um, uh, vertical within the company. And I'll be having a, a major part in and help shape shape that out. And then the good thing about this corporate industry is we are in its infancy and we have the opportunity to make sure that black and brown folks are educated, are incorporated into the mix because we are missing three generations of black and brown men due to the racist war on drugs. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. So, and, and shout out to all the entrepreneurs getting in it right now and all the white dudes that are getting into it and making a lot of money, but you need to get those brothers and essays out of the motherfucking jail yeah, now agreed. and give them a fucking job. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. You're talking about Texas. I just read an article about Texas. You know, yeah. we're talking about a fucking, you know, Texas. <laughs> Beth. And you know what they're doing? They're they're actually looking at uh, making it more um, decriminalizing. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I, I, I don't know what because they like terminology, money. but yeah. The, in, of course, we're just talking about that. Yeah, That's see, what it's yeah, going to come down to. See, I kind of, I kind of disagree with you mm-hmm. when you say that these guys should be giving these other guys jobs. You know, my whole philosophy is, you know, get out there and do it yourself. Make it happen so you're the boss. You don't have to beg anybody, you know, for a job, if you know what I mean. But, 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 here's, no, but here's what I'm saying. But here's what I'm saying. When they run the fucking industry, they control if you can make money, period. What they're going to do, if you're saying go out there and get your own shit, but, what they're going to do is they're going to turn off that water spigot so you can't get money that way any, no more. But by any means in the hustle in you, you have to find a way to navigate. And they're going to arrest you. You're going you're to have to find a way to navigate. Uh, you, you, you know what I'm saying? But you, we have to play by their rules. That's, that's what I'm saying. If, if black and brown folks that have been uh, that have been uh, subject to these laws for so long and they're not making these laws right now, they're going to be tone deaf. What is going on in California right now? Why is the social equity uh, program right now failing? Because it's not done on a statewide uh, basis. Like California is trying to act like it's, uh, um, like it's a country and everything's municipality up. This is why nobody can fucking agree with anything. So like, we'll see how it happens, how it works in Massachusetts right now. They're making a state mandate, so it's gonna be top down. That's how I believe that it should be done. And so you don't have all this bickering and fighting between Oakland, uh, LA, San Diego, what is social equity gonna look like? Like, no, you need to have a state mandated uh, top, top down. And this is something I totally believe in because I've seen it. I've seen these laws come down from the top. I've seen these corporate motherfuckers from the top say, oh no, we can't do this. We can't work in this neighborhood. Fuck that. Like, because what they're doing is they're cornering the market and they're going to be the ones, only ones making money. That's what, that's why I have to fucking say what I, yeah, but what, know, I what I do. It, it does suck, but the guy with the money is the, it's fucking he's, inevitable, he's going to make the, yeah, he's going to make the decision. This is what he want to, if I'm going to come in spending 25 million, he's going to spend it the way he wants to spend it. I, I agree with that. And that's why I'm for decriminalization over yeah, legalization. I've Fuck never, legalization. I, I've never been one for legalization. It should, you should decriminalize. Always. Like, and, all mother- and all these motherfuckers. And, and so I'm a you switch. You can regulate yeah. it. Medical cannabis. We had MCRSA before there is the AUMA or whatever. Right. And that would have regulated. Right. That would We didn't need Prop 64. Like it was fucking ruse. The only plus is that it let people out of jail. Yeah. That's, that's the only. That's the only plus. That's the only positive. That's the only positive. Like, well, the, well, the and chef that and, sucks, What dude. the chef was talking about is saying like if you're going to come into this business. So I'm just referring to the cannabis business. Okay. But when you're coming to this business. And you know, have your own thing, you know, yeah. and be com- and be strategic, get your hustle on right. black, white, Asian, brown, whatever it is, oh, and that's what that's where you're right. coming from. Now, on the other side, you come to this business. Uh, for example, I was at this uh, again, this project I'm working on, and this dude comes onto the job site looking for the dispensary because he's a vendor mm-hmm. and white boy, you know, hand down, <laughs> fucking white boy coming in, and he's just talking about. Well, I've been in marketing for a while and I was doing this and that and, you know, I, I decided to get into this. This is what I want to do, you know, but at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, that's going to be the corporate side. Okay. As we want to label it corporate side or the side that you're going to be hired by somebody. Anybody can come into this business. Anybody can come into this business. So there's two sides of the coin. You just have to be prepared yeah. to make sacrifices. Which, which direction do you want to take, right. regardless of your race? Right. And, and yes, the struggles are real. You have to admit that. The struggles are real. So if you're coming into this business and you do feel your struggle is going to be a little harder because of your race or because of the uh, stigma... Uh, there's two different. We're looking. We're talking two different perspectives. Right. Entrepreneur side, right. and then the 
employee. corporate employee side. So all, yeah. all I'm saying is like, don't let that be your excuse, if you know what I mean. And you know how you said, if you look back into the days, like another analogy would be with movies, mm-hmm. like how they wouldn't fund us for movies. So what did we do? It was something called guerrilla filming, where you had these guys like. Um, Dolomite and these guys, they wouldn't get movie permits. Shout out to Rudy Ray Moore. Because they couldn't get permits to shoot movies. So what would they do? They would show up on the street, shoot the movie scene, you know, for a few minutes or a couple hours and get the hell up out of there before the police came or they got shut down. So all I'm saying is that by any means, if, if when I set out to do what I was going to do, I knew there would be obstacles and I knew it was going to be a whole lot of shit, but I just knew that I had something that was original. I was in my own lane and I refused to let anybody get in my way or stop me. So I don't give a fuck how much money the guy next to me has or whatever I feel like it's about being original and in the strategic and marketing and I mean I don't I'm not one of those guys that have a problem with trust fund you know white kids and all that hey man because you can have all the money in the world if you don't have a good product it ain't going to matter so Mm -hmm. my whole thing is that don't let your race or whatever whatever you've been through detour you you know my story I've been to prison oh I've been to prison twice you know, so it's like I didn't let anything stop me from getting in the way of getting my goals. I put my head down, said, this is what I'm going to do, and I've done it. And if I can do it, anybody can. You That's far out, man. Yeah. 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 You know, the point is, you got to be yeah. passion-driven. Yeah. I mean, right. you have to... Yeah, don't, don't get this is not a job. It's a motherfucking lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Like you said, yeah, you like, be a this isn't creative. a trend. Yeah. Put it in, you got to yeah, put yeah, that creativity into action. Kick down doors. Don't get me wrong. We see eye to eye on that. Like, I've been through race. Like, I mean, yeah. But me knowing this, what I see... On the corporate side, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's the fucked up shit. Because, because, shit. Look at my look at my company. If you can go, you can go online to Baker and see all the faces there. Like how many are black? How many are brown? Yeah. At our at our company. Yeah. Yeah. These companies know uh, from day one when they open their doors the fucked up shit that is done to the black and brown communities. All I want to say. So if you have all the, all I'm saying is if you have all this money. And you want to be seen as not only diversity and inclusion friendly, um, but also a company that that cares. A lot of these companies like to put out that fucking vibe. Why are you not hiring the fucking people who have been in this shit forever? Like those those are people you don't have to train I mean, as hard, especially looking on the, on down at them for being yeah. in the industry. Like, oh, they're we don't want that. Like right. illegal. We don't want those people. Like we want right. PhDs and MBAs. It's like, dude, you have no idea what this industry is like. It's- no. Well, it's you, what we talk about that all the time, your relationship with the product. Um, if it started back in 96, right. you know, whatever yeah. it started, it's a long relationship. And we, t- I've, I've said it one, one million times, these guys that are coming to the business with the money, I, I, we appreciate it because you're gonna get, you're gonna expand this business. But at the same time, they right. none of them never fucking grew a plant in their life. Right. Never, and then they, they, they never even understand what we're talking about. We're right. still learning about terpenes and, and all that. But to take the fucking step forward, just to admit, you know what? I'm gonna hire uh, the OG. You know, instead they're hiring these guys straight from. Straight out of college is great, mm-hmm. but they're straight just straight from Wall Street. It's like, or like they don't know shit about this at this all. This is a commodity. No. In the end, cannabis is a commodity. So we have like many commodity traders. People from other industries are coming into this. We make the most. You promised to put money in the meter. Oh, word. Yeah. I'm like, what's happening, dude? Why did it's everything get silent? There's only one hour meters outside. I, yeah. That's hey, so the chef's got to step out so we can uh, <laughs> take care of some business. Right there. 
Word. Yeah. At least you're on top of it. Yeah, I know for sure, man. No, fucking uh, uh, paying $1,900 in parking tickets because I couldn't get my mm. my car re-registered last month makes me fucking think about that shit yeah, real, real close. Yeah, like I was, ride, I was riding dirty for like a month. I was riding dirty for a month. I was like, dude, I can't fucking drop two G's yeah, on that fucking tickets. Rearview right mirror now. is your best friend. Right? <laughs> <laughs> get a slow lane. It's like in West shit. Hollywood and Santa Cruise Monica. Control, I do. Like you will get your shit towed. And then they fucking even more than double it if you pay after ten days. Mm-hmm. If it goes from sixty dollars, I think it's like a hundred and thirty-eight dollars. It's like at first you get the ticket and you're like, fuck these guys, and then yeah. ten days later you're like, oh fuck, man. And then, and then yeah, I've and then, I've refuted it like and proved it, and they're like denied. And then it was like even extra more money. Yeah, I, I've I've had to pay all of my parking tickets, but truth be told, I've fought every single moving violation in California, and I've won. Every damn time, like they, they, they've only showed up to one of them. All the other ones, they do not show up. It's yeah. so it's so fucked up. You go there and you don't know you're being arraigned, and then they take your fucking money right there. Okay, if you plead not guilty, you owe us five hundred dollars for this ticket, and then you then they give you a court date, and they'll give you your money back if you win. <laughs> that's wow. great, though. I mean, so you're basically it's it's not, your, that's it, not great. It's not great because no, but he's still making. But, but either but you way, have you, to pay. I miss you days know? of fucking work. I miss days of fucking work, and as it being in sales, you miss opportunity. Okay, and then you're in there all. Well, yeah, day. I didn't get that deal. I didn't yeah. know what it yeah, My bad. You're all fucking day. You're out of five hundred dollars <laughs> for like a month. And then you have to go back and claim your shit. And then you, you're sweating bullets and you have no idea. Fees. Yeah, inbounding fees. And you have no idea if the cop's going to show up and he's going to be on some fuckboy shit or not. Like, like, luckily, three out of the four times the cop didn't even show up. The fourth time, he didn't even remember me. And I was like, dude, no. Uh, just no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, and, the, and the, uh, the judge dismissing gave me my money back. But, yo, it sucks. So shout out to Matt. He's, he's fucking uh, helping me out with that shit. Yeah, I hope he gets back oh. in time to yeah. say goodbye. But yeah, and, and, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to like, diminish like anything about like uh, like hustle or anything like that. But just me being on the corporate side, that's why I left corporate America because of that fucking bullshit. Yeah, like, I had a fucking tumor. <laughs> right, my father died of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, my homeboy, one of my best friends, he owns a large oil company in this industry. Had been trying to get me into the cannabis industry for like three years, and I was like every single time. So I quit twice, and he can tell you I'm gonna have him on the show. So he. I quit twice with him. The second time I quit, we were shrooming and I was like tripping fucking balls. And I get a, a text from a, a headhunter. It's like, yeah, this, uh, this company's actually doing this or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, watch this. And I texted back and I said, and their offer was 110 base salary with like a 30% guaranteed bonus at the end of the year and like a 10,000 signing bonus. And I re- responded 130 base, 40,000 signing bonus and 25% guaranteed end of year bonus. And, and I was just like fucking laughing. And we were just like laughing because I was like, I was going to go work as me a distributor for his company, right? And the next day, they said, done. And that's how they trapped oh, my ass see, what back. The fuck? That's yeah. some testosterone that's, that's, shit. That's definitely dude shit. That's you know what I mean? such testosterone no, that's all, shit. Because, First of all, because that's I was awesome. out. I was, that is one, awesome. I was 100% out. And you so, know, that like, that's awesome. when you have the most power Congratulations for sure. No, no, no. Fuck, no, fuck done, that. Fucking Chris didn't say something like that. When no. you're done, uh, like you can't be bought. It's like, hey. then you got the balls to be like, fuck you, do this. And yes. then when they do, but, but that's in there like. But they did it. And then here's the other side because. I've never seen money like that because I don't come from money. I don't come from any of that. Like, fuck, I have to do this. And then I go back to that shit for a year and what I get out of it, I had a fucking tumor. The stress fucking killed my ass, 
right? Jesus, my, why did like, you save this till we have high expectations? My father, my father died of non Hodgkin's lymphoma. I had a fucking tumor. It was benign. Thank God, I quit <laughs> right then, cold turkey, and I got in the weed industry. I've been in ever since. And the tumor, it's gone. It went I have away. A, I have a big hole. See. Oh, you got it removed. Oh, like a hole in the back. Wait, of my but, and then weed oh. and cannabis has a big part of your recovery. I mean, it's just been a part of it's your something life. I believe in. It's been a part of my life forever. It saved my life three fucking times, like three times in my life. Like number one, like, like socially coming out of Virginia. Number two, um, to survive in Chicago. Then number three, coming out of this shit, it gave me a new lease on life. Uh, I was having a lot of issues with my marriage. I was having a lot of issues um, with, with money. Um, I was a lot of issues just socially. And then when I quit, I got in this industry. I've never been happier, ever. Every day I get to help people make fucking money. I get to fucking smoke weed. I get to fucking be around the fucking plant that's fucking saved me. And I get to fucking teach people about it. I get to learn new shit every day. Yeah, it's man. fucking I love dope. It. It's I pretty love awesome. It's fucking dope. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So we have to wrap shit up. So um, give Matt's information. Hey, yeah. So check out Chef Matt 2.0. Um, also Ganja Eats. Oh, shit. Ryan, can you let him in? Yeah. Chef Matt 2.0, um, also Ganja Eats, also uh, uh, um, CB Daily Eats uh, with me. Um, it's uh, Baker Rico as well as uh, The Suave Life. Uh, you can check us out um, every third Sunday at Rita House. We are CBD Sundays. Um, upstairs, uh, meditation, massage, and um, and yoga. Downstairs, we have CBD-infused brunch, bottomless mimosas, and then also re uh, uh, resting relaxation. It's all about recharging your battery and resetting your intentions for the week. Um, Rita House is gangster. Yeah, Rita House is the shit. Uh, we do private parties. We do uh, celebrity uh, meetups. We do all different kinds of stuff, so hit us up. Again, it's at Chef Matt 2.0, at Rico Baker, at The Suave Life. Yeah, you want to say goodbye? Yeah, I just want to say uh, success by, you know, any means. Don't let any of the obstacles stop you from doing what it is that you want to do. You know, no matter what your race or Fuck gender, get money. you know, there's always going to be an obstacle. Whether you're a woman in this business, obstacle doing business with men, whether you white, black or whatever, there's always going to be some obstacles. Set a goal, stick to it. Don't take no, kick down any doors. If there's not a lane for it, create your own lane. And success by any means. I mean, that's how we got here as an Real industry. Shit. If you can't get in the front get door, go in the back door. If you can't get in the back door, climb through the window. Can't climb through the window, cut a hole in that motherfucker. There's mm. always a way. And then burn that, that shit hole. down. No, don't burn that shit down. Yeah. Okay, so Ryan? Yeah, Ryan Barrier on LinkedIn, at Human Illuminates on Instagram, and at STTO underscore story time on Instagram. Huh. And... This is Chris. I mean, you already know that. Um, find me at Soil to the Oil on Instagram. Um, my other podcast where I call out bullshit in the industry is at Cannabis Pod. Uh, nice. The website is CannabisPod.com. Check out my uh, other website, um, SoilToTheOil.com. And like on my Instagram, if you go and click on the bio in the Soil to the Oil account and scroll all the way down to the bottom and click on the Young Turks, then you can see my interview um, where I admitted that I will fucking go sober before I pay taxes <laughs> to a state to kill my motherfucking industry. Huh? Yeah. All right. Cool. Have a great week. Thanks for tuning in. Yep. Peace. Peace. A 16, not bad.
You're live on Purple Haze Radio. Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. 